The North Carolina budget, it seems like it could be at least September, if not even later, until they finally legislators agree on the budget. Uh, That could have a lot of impacts. And I've had several guests on the show talking about how it's impacting teacher salaries. Uh, It's going to impact Medicaid expansion, which has legally passed. Now they just have to find the money for it, which obviously the budget. Steve Rouse with me here in studio. I mean, this is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this extensively today on PBS. So if you want to watch the show State Lines at 8.30 p.m., we had a really good panel. Jason Sane, the chair of the House Appropriations on there, Senator Mary Willis Bode, myself, and Joe Stewart, who's a political analyst on the PBS team. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think that, um, first of all, teacher pay is one concern I brought up. Um, we're well below the national average. And uh, I also talked about housing costs going up and how teachers are having to pay more and more of their money for housing and things like that. So, And, you know, we're not going to have the jobs of today and the jobs of tomorrow and the workers of tomorrow if we don't have world-class teachers. So, you know, even Governor Cooper's talked about how it makes it hard to recruit for teachers if we don't have higher pay. So that's one concern. The other thing and the elephant in the room is Medicaid, you know, and we talked extensively about this. I mean, now they're saying that because the budget won't pass till September, Secretary Kinsley had assumed that we would um, have um, uh, Medicaid expansion for the 600,000 North Carolinians by, uh, by October. But this could not be delayed till December of 2025, right? Now, this is concerning because Medicaid access would give access to 600,000 North Carolinians, right? But I also ta- we also have to look at health care costs. I mean, Dale Falwell, the state treasurer, has said that if health care premium, first of all, Dale, the treasurer has continued to say that we're running out, we're not bringing enough revenue for our state health plan. Health care premiums are rising, and if they continue to rise, he's not going to be able to freeze premiums or lower, lower co-pays and deductibles for state employees, right, for the 720,000 people that are covered under the plan. Now, the fault, the treasurer says that 18%, that's the cost increase by 2027, we'd still have a billion-dollar deficit. So I can't think of a better time, an urgency to expand Medicaid coverage so that people have more money for, you know, for example, preventive tests, diabetes, cardiovascular disease. We had Marius Pharma. We're going to bring them on in a few weeks about testosterone therapy, right? These kinds of things actually can be, can be screened through testing. And through testing, what do you have? A healthier population, right? So I think that I really hope that these legislators can pull through and get a budget by September. Do we know why they haven't passed this budget? Is it just agreements on little things? Or is this more of like a systematic, the people who are going to make a vote, which there's a super majority of Republicans in, you know, that are in charge of passing this budget? Are they saying there's things we need to cut costs on? Well, yeah. I mean, I think you, you. I often joke that you know, making budgets like making sausage. You don't really see the process that goes involved, but there's a lot of, and it's hard to have a budget even from a city council perspective that everybody's happy with. Whether you're a councilman, whether you're a county commissioner, but I think at the end of the day, these are small things that happen. I mean, I think that you know, obviously, we know that overrides of the veto on uh, you know transgender and, and, and you know, gender and athletics, uh, teaching in the classroom about gender. These are bills, right? That are going to basically make them law. Uh, and um, But, yeah, I think it's sometimes hard in this process. There's so much give and take. Maybe we can, as a you know, work together to identify, like, the things that are going to be a real big win for North Carolina. So I'm hoping Medicaid could be the one reason that pushes these folks to get over the small things so they can get big things done for North Carolina. Teacher pay, health care, Medicaid access. I'm hoping that that's what we can yeah, I could be wrong, but I feel like that w- the vote was pretty – both sides were on favor for that one, right? Both sides were on favor for that one. The governor was on favor for that one. And so hopefully the governor of our state, Roy Cooper, can uh, – you know, I, th- I know this – you know, he's got a year and a half left in term, but 
a nice legacy for him to to say, look, I'm the governor that worked with our legislature and you know to get to get this done. And uh, and, uh, and I feel like that's a rare that, thing these days. It's a rare thing, and that's a good segue. Before we, we you know, we, we talked about this whole notion we've had. You know, former Governor McCrory on here talking about no labels. We had Patrick Newton talking about the Forward Party, and we have now another candidate running for governor, Jesse Thomas from the Forward Party, announced his candidate. And right. we'll talk about that when we get around from right. the break. Let's go to the traffic center, Jason Rogers.